whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Finally, after 17 years, <laughs> interview. Man, it took me so long. I mean, uh, I think it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> 1997. Hmm? First time for it comes up. After 20 years, and when you look back, have you ever thought about that Hammerfall is like a hobby that went far too far? Uh, yes, for sure. The first couple of years, it was definitely that. You know, the, the, the aim that we had, the goal for, for the first album was never anything like this. We didn't see any kind of future in this because nobody was interested in heavy metal in this way, uh, we thought. And boy, were we wrong. But uh, uh, we didn't have any expectations. And it took me years, actually, several albums before I sort of got comfortable with the idea that this is what I'm doing now. You know, I, I, I was working part-time. I was uh, collecting a little bit of Social Security at the same time. So I was working half-time and, and had that. And I also had, I was studying full-time for the, the, the first, in that period when we recorded the album. And then a year later, when it was out and we started touring, uh, we got the first um, sort of the, the royal, first royalty check from the label. And because I had lived in, I would, I didn't live in poverty, but yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't have much left over basically, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. Uh, so <clears throat> when I got that first money, I, I said to myself, "Fuck, this is enough for me to live on." You know, my 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 standard that I'm used to right now, I can live for a long time for this. So I said, "I'm gonna." give it a shot and see where we end up yeah. and I, I haven't looked back since basically so I've been very very fortunate is uh, was Hammerfall always easy? Um, yeah uh, well it depends yeah. on what you mean by that I mean what, what aspect you know, of it band wise band members wise oh no no that's no never easy I would say <laughs> rather uh, I, I meant uh, more on a philosophical level for, for, for me Hammerfall has always been the the thing I was sort of, so to speak meant to do you know the the yeah. thing that I was uh, that I was most comfortable doing yeah. whatever kind of because I, I you know I've been playing music and writing songs for many many years before Hammerfall yeah. Yeah. and uh, this felt like you know this heavy metal has always been my kind of music are you but are you not on the other side trapped in this music trapped in Hammerfall No, I mean I've never had any because it's for me it's always been very simple, uh, actually easy I guess you could say, uh, because everything we've done with Hammerfall it's always been everything I wanted to do. You know I I never felt I had any restrictions on me, uh, creative wise because there, I never wanted to do anything other than the best heavy metal album that that we possibly could could produce at the moment. You did twenty of them. That's ten, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's 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 a matter of loving what you do to the degree that you always think that what you've done is not quite good enough. You can do a little bit better, so that that drives you forward all the time. And well, the first album was different, of course, because we didn't have any, like I said, any expectations of anything. But after that, after a while, you started to realize, started to think more in terms of of writing a full album instead of just a couple of songs and then put them together and that makes an album so uh, I, I don't know maybe from Renegade on or something like that mm. we started to realize uh, started to realize how to put together a, a complete album with with songs that are not always all the same but 
you know, like yeah, bit yeah. variation and stuff. You have you have diehard fans. Hmm. Do you do you actually listen to what they're saying? You know, because they, mm-hmm. fans used to take stuff very very seriously, yes. like over the top seriously. Yeah, oh yeah. Do, it, do you actually? Are you gonna like, now? <coughs> gonna do it our way? You know, no. Nah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's uh, it's easy to. It, it, the thing is with Hammerfall. Let's put it. In in simple words, again, mm. if we would have listened to what other people thought, there would be no hammerfall at all from the beginning. So, I always had that that's sort of a guiding star for me. Whatever we do with hammerfall is something that, that this is what I think is good. You know, that something that that makes me happy. And if you look at it from that point of view, it's very easy to be satisfied yourself. And then we were very lucky that so many other people shared our opinions on what what was good or not, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but that was always we, we. I don't. I've never sat down and re- and wrote a song to please anybody else. All right. Basically, yeah. obviously there is a certain element that I I know that people like in our music. So that 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 the, the, the diehards that you say this is what they identify with Hammerfall yeah. but for me Hammerfall is so much more than just this and this and this it's it's a very much a broader spectrum right. and and to get back to what you asked before it, it's that's that's that is what have because heavy metal is a broad uh, uh, genre of music and that it's one end to the other end there's a lot of stuff that can fit in there that I can do with Hammerfall if I want to so I've never felt trapped in inside that it's it, right. because heavy metal is such a, a, a vari- varied uh, form of music is uh, uh, you achieved so much very quickly and you you maintained the status mm-hmm. and you know uh, I've seen you here before a couple of years ago you were like the third last band on stage mm-hmm. now you're headlining this festival mm-hmm. Is there is there something is there anything left that you guys want to achieve? <laughs> well, we don't look at it that way, really. Uh, like, uh, because you said you you have goals when you when you write records, you go like, right, right. You know, do something, I'll do something more, whatever. But you know, well, the, the thing I, I see what you mean, yeah. though, but it's it's I've never been driven by that by by success in any any way. Actually, I've always been been driven by what I want to do uh, with with this and. Uh, as it turned out, there was a lot more people that were interested in this than I thought, and that gave me the platform to to uh, do a lot more things than I would have uh, otherwise. Because you know, it, it went really fast in the beginning, like yeah. you said, uh, and then we reached a certain level. And that's if you ask me, you know, twenty, thirty years from now, or well, hopefully, Hammerfall is still around. But <laughs> you know, whenever whenever we've been gone for a while, uh, and if you ask me what my the, the proudest thing that I'm the most proud of uh, is probably that uh, that's going to be at least uh, near the top of the list that we maintained a level and kept going uh, f- building on that and, and uh, never uh, fading below a certain point like a lot of bands uh, if you look at what bands were maybe not so much in heavy metal because heavy metal bands they are different than other yeah, genres yeah. you know but if you look at just general music, uh, how many artists have been really famous and then gone yeah. during those 20 years? It's, it's crazy. You can't even count them on, on well, you know, <laughs> it's impossible. So that's what I'm going to be the most proud of, that we have kept um, the interest alive of, from people and ourselves for such a long time. And, and we achieved something really important. And then another thing that I'm, uh, that I'm the most proud of is when people 
tell me because this happens quite a lot. Mm-hmm. They they tell me you you are the the band that got me into heavy metal music. Because yeah. right. oh, I listened to you first, and then I had this and this, and I discovered all this. And I, I, that, that makes me really proud because then we, we really made a difference, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you started up with this kind of music for another different, for a totally different yeah. generation. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, you, you just fit right <laughs> in there. <isn't> <laughs> but then again, is there, apart from, you know, from what you like doing, mm-hmm. is there some other Oscar somewhere where you go, like, you know, but I like them too? What is so, you know? Is there anything else that you do besides heavy metal? Did you like besides heavy metal? Oh yeah, of course there is. Uh, are we talking music now or yeah, just yeah, in general? Yeah, just music. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I there is no other genre of music that I I can say I love this genre of music. Uh, you know, regardless which yeah. heavy metal. Of course, I don't love every heavy metal yeah, band yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah. But but you know, like as as a rule, if it's a heavy metal music, uh, there's a, a big chance that I will like it. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, I listen to other music too, like ABBA, for example. I don't like that genre of music for, at all, but ABBA, is, they're such, such genius uh, composers mm-hmm. that you can't, it's impossible to, to uh, avoid it. Yeah. It's just such song after song after song is so great. Uh, and, and, and now I'm looking at it from a, a composer's point of view, but also from a, a, an appreciator, a person who appreciates music. And that's the same with uh, like Depeche Mode, for example. Yeah. It's another band that I think they. I'm not so such a big fan of the the later. Who you know, is? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this is, I, I get what you mean. Uh, but but like the, the first seven albums or something like that are it's such great music, and and there's like Swedish artists you wouldn't know that are generally pop artists, but uh, you know like. But I like that artist. I don't like the the genre with it, what they're doing. But I like what they're doing as as a, as, as an artist. And uh, so I, I do listen to other stuff, of course. But it's different, difficult because whenever I want to feel good, mm-hmm. or or like when I, I'm going to listen to some music now, and I because I, I don't like, I hate actually putting on like a, a Spotify radio or something that this sounds like this artist, and you get a yeah, bunch of. Yeah. Uh, I when I feel like listening to music, I go through my library uh-huh. and I choose this album, and I don't choose this song. I choose this album because I want to hear this full album from start to finish. That's just the way I am with, oh, yeah. with things. Uh, and of course, there, it, I understand why people listen to, the, to like a, a mixtape or because I've done that too, you know, yeah, in my yeah. days or, or mixed whatever. I like shuffle play on my USB stick. Right, <laughs> right. But yeah, I can understand that too. But when I really feel like I, I, I need some music, it's generally it's going to be a heavy metal album that I put on from start to finish and I might not because I don't have time to sit down and and just listen to the music anymore I have to do something at the same time you know but uh, it's it's always it comes back to the same thing it's it gives me the same feeling uh, that it did you know 10, 20, 30 years ago whenever I discovered that particular album how difficult is it for you to write to still write (laughs) <laughs> sorry, uh, we, we, sorry. We can do that later. Uh, uh, come on, go on, go ahead. <laughs> How difficult is it for you still to come up with a bunch, of, a bunch of songs where you go like, okay, mm-hmm. this is good, this is Hammerfall, this is this is a good riff. So yeah. I think it's getting harder and harder. It is for sure. Oh, it okay, is. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it would be genius. You know. But, well, the thing with that is. It, it, 
I, I've been thinking about a lot about this because the last yeah. album we wrote was very difficult to write. Okay. It was stressful because we normally we do a tour and that tour ends. We have anything between five and ten whatever months to write the new album and then we start recording it. So I have nothing else going on. This is all I focus on is writing songs. Mm -hmm. And I need that, like being home, relaxed. I can think about the music all the time. Uh, last time we did touring uh, up until, I think with that last show we did was in the beginning of February. Mm -hmm. And on was it May 1st, I think, we started recording the album. So I had to write songs con like during the, a lot of you know, when we're only two months away from the next tour or whatever. And that was really stressful because there was a point in, uh, during that songwriting process where I thought, I'm not going to be done in time. I have no... I may have some songs ready, of course, but I still need like five more or whatever it was. And I'm stuck. And that's the worst feeling in the whole world. And it, it took me a while, too. I mean, it, it didn't go... Uh, I didn't get over that like for you know, in a couple of days or something like that. It was probably a couple of weeks, maybe a month even. And I, I, every time I sat in the studio, I maybe out of 100% of a song, I might have one or 2% every, you know, every time. I was working on different songs at the same time. So that's also why it felt it took so long. Because yeah. when I sort of, it, it's like a bathtub, you know, when you put out the plug and it comes out. And when, when one song came together and the other one came and then all of a sudden I had three more songs ready. So now I, I wasn't uh, behind schedule anymore. Which was, But that, that's a feeling I don't want to have again. So I already started writing songs for the next album because I don't want to experience that. And it is... I, I have, unfortunately have the same feeling because now I have family. I have a kid now who's almost three years old and that takes a lot of uh, up a lot of my mental... Uh, yeah. You know, mental space, basically. Yeah, you know, know yeah. So, but but I, mean, I love it. I, I love it. But it's also a different life now than what I had before, yeah. and that means that I, I, my primary goal, of course, it is to write the best Hammerfall album I can. But I also have other priorities now as well at the same time. And uh, since I, I drop him off at daycare, I pick him up at, at, at daycare. So the, between those, those times, that's when I can write songs. After that, it's not going to happen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and before, I was always like, oh, no, it's, that didn't matter if it was, you know, 5 o'clock in the afternoon or, or 10 in, in the in evening or, or if I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I have this great idea. Go out and, you know, write music. I just can't do that anymore, you know. I can, but it, it's... Then I would have in the back of my mind, I'm gonna get up in two hours now. I gotta, you know, get him fed and go to well, whatever. So it's a different mentality now, is what I'm saying, uh, and that makes it more difficult also because I don't have, like you said, it's I mean, ten ten albums, it's about a hundred songs or whatever. It gets harder and harder, and especially not to, to stay ahead of the curve, so to speak, not to repeat yourself, but you know, do things that that you love, that you like, that you you think is representative of Hammerfall. But also that people will uh, 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 that the people will think the same thing about it. I mean, I, like I said before, I can, I I feel like I can do whatever I want, but uh, I also have to. We have to 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 please people in a way, you know. Um, but I can't sit down and write a song that I think that somebody else will like, and I don't like myself. It's impossible for me. I think I could do it if it was a matter of, of writing music for somebody else or maybe just writing a, a pop song, wh whatever it is. For money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but if, if I was writing a Hammerfall song, it has to be 
from you know from my heart because that's the way it's always been uh, since day one. So how do you create a setlist for a show like this? Oh, that's difficult. <laughs> it's so difficult, and every time we release an album, the last time was was a good album because we had so many songs that could have fit in the setlist, yeah. and we still only had managed to make room for four, I think, on the tour, and that leaves six more other songs that. At certain times, when you're writing music for 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 a new album, you um, have this, especially during the low points when you feel like you can't do shit. Everything you do is not good. You know, those times you think like, why am I writing songs? It's always you know nobody's going to remember more than a couple of songs from this album. Why don't we just put some other shit on there, fillers, and then focus on these four? But that's just not not how it works. You know, you can't. It's Because we always, from day one, uh, even when we thought that, that this was only us and a select few would like whatever we were doing, uh, we always wanted to put forward the, the best uh, uh, the best music, the best uh, whatever like stays close that we have. Because that's another thing, back in the 90s when we, we started, there was no such thing as well it was such a thing and people were laughing at it yeah. <laughs> but you know like yeah, getting on stage because back then I remember this so, so clearly you either were focusing on the music or on the image yeah. there was in, in people's minds it was impossible to focus on both yeah. and that's something we said from, from day one we, you, it is entirely possible to have great songs and a great image and an idea of, of what kind of show you want to present because not everything had to be flannel shirts and jean shorts you know <laughs> it, it looking like you went on stage just woke up and, and then you were on stage I hated that I always hated that I wanted <laughs> it's like the kiss thing you know yeah. they, they, they put on their makeup and their clothes yeah. they were larger than life personas and uh, in, in uh, the same kind of thing I, I wanted to have that I don't like people to, when I watch a, 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 a show uh, for me to be taken to be totally taken by the show I would like them for them to, to appear as if they 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 were larger than life and and that helps with with the with the image a little bit when you have special clothes for that and uh, Because I'm coming from the '80s, Judas Priest kind of, you know, that sort of thing. I was always in love with leather and studs and that sort of thing. So that's always been, you know, why we have these sorts of stage clothes that we do. It's funny because you know you, I read that you know you always like have the idol of Wolf Hoffman and accept <laughs> yeah. and everything like this is, you know, your thing. But like back then when you started, I, I thought more of like kind of a sort of men of war. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing going on with you, and uh, and just following. It's that. it's definitely true. There's a lot of. I mean, Manowar is always going to be one of my favorite bands. It's uh, the for a lot of. I mean, a lot of the music and the attitude for sure, but also the spirit of heavy metal yeah. it, that Manowar has. That's I, because I remember being uh, in '95. We went to Copenhagen, some of my friends, because Manowar didn't tour in Sweden. They came to Copenhagen. That was the closest to, to where we were. Uh, so, so we went to see them. And uh, uh, I remember being in the very front of the stage, because we were there really early, you know, like 
Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I was in the, right in the middle of the of the stage, right in front of like in the front row, and um, there was a lot of people pushing and all that stuff. So I, I just grabbed hold of the of the railing. So no, you know, I, I and I stood there and loving every second of it. Even the drum solo we were playing for a minute or two on the hi hat, because <laughs> this was a triumph and uh, and uh, uh, triumph of steel tour. Uh, but anyway, uh, and, and after that show, when we went home, I had like big bruises on both my elbows and my hips yeah. from like the, yeah, you know, yeah, the sofa. Yeah, you know. yeah. uh, but the, uh, I didn't care because I was I, I had just witnessed the best show I had ever seen in my life, you know. <laughs> and Manowar has that that sort of and, and, and a lot of the, like a lot of what we do with Hammerfall, it comes from us trying to present our fans with the same feelings that we got from our idols, you know. Mm-hmm. And Manowar has that, we always share that with Manowar, the, the, the love of heavy metal and then build the belief that heavy metal is stronger than all. Is there any idol of you, anybody that you like, loved, that disappointed you? Recently, uh, like, oh man! Yeah, you mean person- me. personally or just yeah, yeah, on stage, yeah, like yeah. Uh, performance-wise? Yeah. Uh, so you met and said like, Oh, yeah, well, no, no, I, no, I've never. Actually, everybody I met in the business has been really nice guys. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I can see that. I can see th- that. That's very fortunate. I mean, I, I know that that's not the case with everybody, but mm-hmm. it, it, I, I can't tell you one person that disappointed me in that way. That was like, well, yes, actually, one person, uh, <laughs> but I don't think he knew who we were. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, it was the drummer of Twisted Sister, I think. Yeah, AJ AJ Perel. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, obviously not with us anymore. But uh, but this was uh, this is like seven years ago or something like that. Joachim and I was we were in a, at a festival in Spain, I believe, and they were playing obviously. And this is a band that I've loved and defended with my with everything since you know, like I was really young. Uh, so we just wanted to tell him that we've been listening you know, for years and years and years uh, and, and really, really big fans. And I mean, I've done this probably as well to other people without realizing it, but he was not interested in what we had to say. Uh, and for us, it was like a big Markov moment, you know, and, and just he was like, when we were talking, he was standing like this and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep, keep listening, guys. And then he just walked away and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and I don't think he would, he, he's... He, I don't think he did it like to to be annoying to no. or, or like uh, you know like full of himself or whatever. He, he just had other things to do and and he didn't know that we were in in, uh, uh, in the position that we were. But he was. <laughs> I will never forget that. But on the other hand, on the plus side, I got to meet him. So. I, I got no more further questions. I mean, what are you guys? Uh, yeah, what are you guys up to? What are you up to in the in the in the, so, in, the in the near future? We have. Uh, this is our last show in Germany for. Well, we have one more in December coming up, but that's the last show. We yeah. do, this this last show we do in Germany for for six months or whatever. Uh, we have maybe a month of And then uh, we do some Swedish shows, and we we're planning to go to South America as well uh, at the end of the year, and uh, then we will see. Mm-hmm. Those are those and are you the have seven uh, weeks to write the next record. Exactly. <laughs> so I, it's always in the back of my head now. You know. But I did finish one song, and I'm very happy with it. <laughs> so look, I have a year or whatever. Well, I don't know when we're going to record it, but oh, I, I gotta ask you something because I I don't know. 
when you guys are playing tonight mm -hmm. and uh, you're headlining, do you know when there's pyro? Is this your pyro yes. stuff or is yes. it? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, pyro is expensive. Yeah, we, normally we don't do pyro because of yeah. that fact and because of that it never ever was on time. It's always one, two, three, four, and it's. I mean, we did it for so long, yeah. such a long time, and it's always shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so finally, uh, now this this is we only do this because this is a special show uh, and and uh, we have pyros, but. Um, we decided that uh, our lighting engineer, uh, he has the CO2, the, the, the white stuff, and also the fire. He's doing all that by himself. So he has some songs where you want to do it in, and that we know that he does it in that song, but we don't know exactly what he's doing with it. Just know that, you know, stay away from the fire at that time. But we also have some other effects going on, and those we decide ourselves. Uh, and, and together with him, obviously, because he's the one who pushes the button. But... Uh, uh, but like I said, we don't do that much pyros. We had this is only the second time in three years, maybe, right. and then before that was another two years. So we don't really do it anymore, and that's uh, partly because of the, the the permits to be able to yeah. do it have yeah. been so expensive. Like from right. after that, um, was it Great White who who started a fire in the in right. the club? Uh, after that, things went the charges skyrocketed. So for a long time. After that, we, we tried to, but the permits were almost half the budget of every show, so it ended up being not, not much left anymore. And those days, we also did not care so much about the bottom line. Like, we we got this much money coming in, but we had this much money going out. And we were happy. We got to present the show that we wanted, you know. But now that we all have families, we all are older, obviously. I mean, I'm 45 now, so we have to think about... Uh, we can't just go on tour for five weeks and not get anything back. It, it, you can't do that anymore. You know, it's it's not fair to to you, and it's not fair to the people back home because they rely on you in, in a lot of ways. My wife would beat me to death. Exactly. So <laughs> every time I, we go on tour, it's like uh, we need to to uh, motivate it somehow uh, that this is a good thing for us to do. And and uh, sometimes we can go on tour and not make that much money, but it's it's gonna give us a, a, a leverage or, or some you know yeah. some advance in that territory which is fine also of course but uh, but the pyro was another part of that we, we saw the budget for the pyro was just getting bigger and bigger and our cut was getting smaller and smaller and if you want to maintain a certain lifestyle I mean we're not living like you know in an LA mansion or whatever you know we, we're living pretty modest lifestyles but you know <laughs> not, well I'm from Gothenburg but, uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, but you know I I, I would always been a pretty simple person. I I, I like basic stuff. Like yeah. what I like, I love generally. It's not uh, it's not a middle ground with me with these things. So uh, but I don't need like luxury to be happy. I just need my things to be happy. Yeah. Right. Uh, so for me, it's it's a matter of of we don't have to make m as much money as possible all the time. Just enough for me to be able to live and support my family. That's basically what it is, and be able to do this shit for another twenty years. You know. All right, Mr. Simmons. Thank you very much. <laughs> But the thing is with this, you get talking about money and people are like, oh, you can't, you can't mention money. Are you doing this for money? No, but you know, <laughs> it's a part of it. You, however, you, however you look at it, it's got to be part of it. 
And that's always it was the same with the image back in the '90s. You know, you couldn't talk about money. So, and then we did back then. We didn't make any money either. But you know, it was either or all the time. And it's always been about presenting a great product for us. So. And if you're wondering why what this was about before, when I interrupted you, is because we were we flew from Budapest. We played there yesterday, yeah. and two, three of our uh, pieces of luggage were missing which contains stage clothes, which would have been a big fucking deal if we didn't get it. So Jörg, I'm assuming that's what he did. He came like this, and I said, yes! It so, means two of them. Yeah, well, as long as it's my suitcase. Uh, uh, but, I, but I think it looked like it was good, because it, it was supposed to happen sometime after 8. We would know if it was going to be here, like if it was on the plane, and if it was on the plane, it could get here in time. Imagine so, you doing a show in jeans and t-shirt. Mm, you know, <laughs> this is the second time this year. I've already done it once. But then we didn't have the guitars, so we had to borrow stuff from, oh, you man, know. Yeah. But this was in Wales, a small festival. This is much a much bigger deal, so you want to be right. able to, to put your best foot forward, so to speak, <laughs> here. But it, it's been done with jeans and t-shirt once already <laughs> this year. And to be honest, I thought it would be really annoying. I thought I would be, like, in the back of my head, I would hate it all the time. Yeah. But it was fun. You took, You know, we went out and Took, you know, it's no, no big deal. Just give it a good show, and that was one of the more fun shows that we've done in a long time. I thought so. It just no matter what you have up here, your your attitude is it decides everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just imagine it. Like if you do all do a show in jeans and t-shirt, and there's one guy who who received his luggage. that would have been suboptimal. I think. <laughs> whole lot of talk the interviews that rock subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts